Naj? Nikki Minaj. Hmm. Now I'm going to pass on that one. Iconic, iconic, but Nikki. Well, that is the question. Did she lie? Is she lying? Is she making things up? Is there a cousin with swollen testicles? Those are the questions that we all have. This is I've Got Questions. How you doing? I'm back. My name is Jeremy. Um... A lot of a lot of things going on with Nicki Minaj this week. Uh, her and Joy Reid got into a squabble over the the E World. Everyone jumped in. She's like that 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 cousin that's fighting by themselves, and you know, people you you, you got to run out there and help her. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like. People are really attacking that poor lady. She just had a baby, and she's got to deal with Cardi B and stuff like that. But, <laughs> I mean, Nicki Minaj has questions, and who are we to ridicule her um, for having questions? And just because, you know, some of us have taken the vaccine, that doesn't mean you are out of this, you know, you're still in this pandemic. Um, Nicki Minaj had a lot to say about the vaccine. Um, the Met Ball was this week and she didn't go because they were making people take the vaccine. So I'm gonna think that everyone who went to the Met Ball, Little Nas, um, Megan Thee Stallion, all of them, um, you know, Kim Kardashian, they all have been vaccinated, if that's, you know, correct. Because um, she also said that the White House contacted her to come and uh, talk about what was going on. And the White House is saying that they only said that it was going to be a call. I think that's kind of petty of the White House to, to comment on such a, that's not even a story, that's a non-story. And I think commenting just shows um, some of the pettiness that's going on. But what I want to do is let you let me also react to Joy Reid on Nicki Minaj's viral vaccine deliberation tweets and those politicizing them. Okay, so yesterday I had a spontaneous reaction to hip-hop star Nicki Minaj tweeting about a friend of a cousin in Trinidad who allegedly had a negative reaction to a COVID vaccine. That some folks pointed out sounded kind of like an STD, but I'm not a doctor. So I digress. But you're being petty. Essentially, she made public her own vaccine deliberation, which according to trusted friends is a better way to describe vaccine hesitancy, which by the way is not the same thing as refusal. But by doing so, Nikki also Okay, well that's interesting because you know, uh someone had asked me if I'm a anti-vaxxer and you know, I was like, "No, like I think that if you want the vaccine, you should get it." So vaccine deliberation, that's um I guess that's me too. Um, hashtag. He also used her social media platform and her 22 million Twitter followers to cast doubt on the vaccine to a heavily black audience. Needless to say, both my comments and her series of infuriated responses went viral. Clearly, Nikki was not amused, but that's okay. I feel like every 
every moment is a teachable moment. And this might be the one that illustrates on Twitter, in public, how hard it is for us to talk to each other on these two sides of the get the back, don't get the back aisle. Right. There's a lot of frustration and anger among those of us who feel like we've been doing the right things to try to end this damn virus. And those okay, but that doesn't mean that you get the vaccine and then that's it. You go out and party. I know people who get the vaccine and they go to Vegas. They're going around town. You're having a, a, a gay old time, just going everywhere, going to the strip clubs, going to get manicures, talking to this person, getting food here, going to that bar. You got the vaccine and now you're going fucking nuts. Just plain not doing the thing. And those who are not getting vaccinated are mad at us for excluding them from our spaces and in some cases from our lives. That's not the only reason why. It's because you're saying it in a vile way, right? You, you guys, people are out there saying, you know, I don't care what happens to non-vaccinated people. Um, you're still a human being. These are still human beings. To say you don't care about someone just because they don't, you know, some of us don't, aren't like, you know, some of these Republican people who are just like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. It's my freedoms. Some of us are not doing that. Some of us are wearing a goddamn mask, and I wear even eye protection, which you should be wearing, but some of, most of us don't. So it, it, it's, it's really frustrating to, to hear these kind of things. There's a lot of anger out there. What disturbs me are those who care nothing about black communities and who are actually hostile to our interests. I'm talking white nationalist curious Twitter bugs and chatterbugs like Tuckums. Marjorie Green and Candace Owens, who left out Race to try to scoop up Nikki and put her on their team, using her vaccine misinformation. And that was about uh, Candace Owens. That was not about Joy Reid. Um, Candace Owens is a race traitor. To try to back up their own phony campaigns, pushing their base to reject the vaccine, while they're probably fully vaccinated themselves. These are the same Republicans and Republican talkers who've been working overtime to try to put vaccine refusal on black people's shoulders. Yep. To try to morph vaccine mandates into some airborne virus version of 1950s segregation. Mm -hmm. As if they would have opposed segregation if they'd been around back then. And that's what I said to, uh, to, to, to um, uh, this doctor um, I want to talk about. Um, you know, I said that, that it's not just black people not getting the, the vaccine. Because there is this uh, theory or thought that black people are the ones that are still causing this to happen. What? I mean, I don't even see white people most of the time wearing a mask. I will see more black people wearing a mask than I would ever see a, a white person wearing a mask. And, and, and by black people, I also mean brown people and Asian people. Everyone else, except for white people, are wearing a mask. That's on the average. It's not me guessing, that's not me thinking, that's me seeing. Right here in Georgia, where people, I see on a, a daily basis, I see mostly people of color wearing masks, not white. It's not only disingenuous, it's also anti-facts. The data is clear that it is Republican and more specifically Republicans who listen to Fox News and people like Tuckums and Margie and Candace who 
for the majority. And that's also including black Republicans um, that she's speaking about and, and Spanish or Hispanic uh, Republicans. Majority of those refusing to be vaccinated. Black Americans are overwhelmingly Democrat and we fall like Democrats when it comes to our willingness to get the vaccine. So we are not the problem. But that said, Nikki's tweets point out a very... Which a doctor told me we were, um, by the way. So, you know, there's so many different things going on in this country. Um, and I told him that we weren't. And, um, you know, he had that thought. He said, you know, that's how people think. And, you know, he's a doctor and blah, blah, blah. So I let him... <laughs> he, I'll get into that story in a moment. There is still a lot of vaccine hesitancy among black folks. Right. Everything from just being reluctant or fear of potential side effects, all the way up to conspiracy theories about the vaccine. They're causing people to refuse to take them or just delay. And that needs to be addressed. Let's be clear, there are good solid reasons but for But what needs to be addressed? Just because that uh, there's theories? That's the only thing to address, not the actual theory, plural? Like, why would you not address the actual theories that Bill and Melinda Gates said years ago that this would happen, that he was developing a, a, a vaccine, um, and then this happened, and then he's the one making money off the vaccine? Why, why would you not want to talk about that as a theory? That makes no sense, right? I mean, if someone was murdered and... You, you were like, well, I saw this guy and this guy was like being shady and he was walking from the apartment and then I heard a, a scream and then, and then he walked to the apartment and then, and some, you know, you, anything, you would say, well, let's talk to this guy. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't just be like, uh, you, you know, let's not worry about that guy. Let's talk about the dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just wouldn't do that. But, I mean, you know, I don't know where I live. I live in the Twilight Zone. Our history in this country when it comes to the medical and medical research establishments are not good. No. And when we had a sociopath president in office who was manipulating the CDC and the FDA, yep. pushing for a quickie vaccine yep. by election day yep. so that he could assure his own re-election, you could count me among the hesitant. Yep. Trump nearly broke the once trusted CDC and the FDA. Yep. To the point where you couldn't be sure that you were hearing from the scientists and not just the political hacks. Um, not nearly he did because half the country doesn't trust the CDC. Either agency spoke. And so, yeah, people like me were real hesitant. But luckily, there have been doctors and scientists who could reassure those of us who were willing to be reassured. But how, okay, so, so the thing is, is that now, now you listen to something like that, and if you don't really pick it apart and think about it, um, and this is my first time hearing this from her. I, I have it queued up so I can play it and react. Um, if we were hesitant about Trump's vaccine because of how quickly it came together and blah, 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 and, and the effects and whatnot, how does that go away just because of, uh, scientists now are saying something? Why didn't we trust those scientists who said something? Right? It doesn't make sense. Because you don't know what this vaccine 
can do in the long run. You don't know. There's no one that can tell me that. I've asked doctors, you know, what would happen to you if you had the vaccine in five years? They, oh, I don't know. Okay? So why should I just poke myself or get poked, essentially? That's what people keep saying. I mean, why would, I mean, give me more. There's no way to tell someone or a, a couple that you can become sterile from this. There's no way to tell that. There's no long-term tests or studies that have been done because they can't be done. So let's let whoever wants the vaccine, let's let them get it, right? And then the people who don't, let's, not, let's let them not. But everyone wear a mask until this goes away, until the numbers go down, because that's the only way to save us at this point. They came out months later, were indeed safe, and had been produced without any Trumpist input. Whether safe not, meaning that people are still living. That's all it means. It doesn't, I mean, we don't know anything about it. We, we heard about blood clots. We heard about different, different things popping up. I mean, it's just like, you know, Chernobyl. You know, if you heard about that story, you know, there was a radioactive plant that blew up or whatever. And no, that's what happened. I'm not just making you know, conspiracies, and some people had something grow on their ears, some people had something grow on their leg, okay? <laughs> and, and you still can't say what, what, what happened to all the people of Chernobyl. You still can't say, because the data can't be there. ...through the unfortunately named Operation Warp Speed. We didn't have to do our own research, because we could literally talk with the black woman, Dr. Kismakia Corbett, who developed the Moderna vaccine with doctors on this very show who personally treat COVID patients and could assure us that the vaccines were safe. That's why I got vaccinated months ago. And my immediate family got vaccinated. And yes, I talked to my doctor. But you think of something like, okay, like, hmm, let's see. Is it Johnson's and Johnson's who was just sued for the baby powder being cancerous after 50 years? Is that, is, that, is that something I'm making up? Is that something that isn't happening? Is that something that people haven't get, gotten paid from? Aren't there uh, pharmaceutical companies who have had to pay over a billion dollars in damages, but they didn't have to admit that they ever did wrong? Isn't that, those are real things. So when we don't know really what goes on with this vaccine, there will be hesitancy. There will be people who, who have skepticism because there's so many things to, to be skeptic about. That's why you go with the mask mandate. Something that, by the way, lots of black folks who live in red southern states that have refused to expand Medicaid cannot do because they don't have a doctor mm -hmm. or regular contact with the medical establishment in their state until they get sick. Vaccine hesitancy in the black community is a real and pressing issue. It's not something to fight about on Twitter. It's something to talk about. All right, well, I mean, she's right about that. And um, <clears throat> I'm happy she spoke out about it.
because um, you know I I haven't really listened to I haven't listened to any of this really. I've just heard I heard what Nicki Minaj said, and um, I heard that that you know a lot of people were going in on her, and you know I wanted to save my actual expressions and thoughts for this, and I'm happy that Joy Reid didn't read didn't attack her, you know, which I thought that's what she was going to do. Um, you know, there's a lot going on with this uh, vaccine, and people have questions, and I just think that people need to move with more compassion and, and thoughts at this point, because we can't keep leading with anger and hate, and that's on both sides, because on the, the vaccine side, which is supposedly the people who do good now, I guess, you know, me wearing a mask all, all goddamn fucking two years, um, I, I've done nothing good, you know, I, you know, take away all my stars and stripes. <laughs> I, I, I've not done my part, you know. Um, you just got to realize what you're saying to, to people and saying to everyone who, who chooses not to do what you do. What does that say about you? I mean, if they're not going to, if you're, if you are choosing to not wear a mask, you know, just to protect everyone, what does that say about you? And if you got the vaccine and you just want to get it over with, what does that say about you? It, it just says that you, we as a people, when the next one happens, we're going to be even worse. When the next pandemic happens, we're going to get it even worse. Now that's something Bill Gates said. And that's something I believe. Because we can't even wash our goddamn hands. We can't even use uh, Purell or whoever, whatever company you want to use, because there's so many now. I mean, you could just go to the liquor store and, and get some liquor and really use that, make your own, which I did. <sighs> let's, uh, let's see what Nicki Minaj had to say back, because uh, Nicki Minaj did face a lot of backlash after it. And, you know, for, and I get why, because there's so much anger. There's, they're pushing anger. A lot of you out there who are vaccine warriors, I guess I'll call you, I'll give you a name, since you guys, you know, want to make sure everyone has a name or some kind of title, because anti-vaxxers is, you know, where I'm at, apparently, even though, no, I'm, I'm, I'm vaccine, what did she say, vaccine deliberate? No, I don't know. Whatever. Let's see what Nicki Minaj said. Well, Nicki Minaj was on social media, and she was explaining that she got COVID while getting ready for the MTV Video Music Awards. She said, I was prepping for VMAs, and I shot a video, and guess who got COVID? Do you know what it is not to be able to kiss or hold your tiny baby for oh my over God. a week? A baby who was only no. used to his mama. I would not yet. think about that, and I haven't thought about that. All the new moms that, you know, wow. That must be torture. That, and then um, she said, Drake told me he got COVID with the vaccine, though, so child. And then somebody uh, responded to that, and they said, Nikki, the vaccine doesn't prevent getting COVID. It prevents you from getting serious symptoms. Non-vaccinated people are 11 times more likely to pass away from COVID than vaccinated. She responded, babe, that's not true. I have the exact same symptoms as people with the damn vaccine. She said, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. Then she goes on to say, um, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine. 
Well, now, well, hold on. Let me, um, now, what was wrong with what she said there, right? Because they're going to get into um, what else she said. I think if she capped it right there, she wouldn't have been attacked. Um, you know, she brought her personal side into it, which I don't understand how if I am a human being, I should not bring out the fact that I have a cousin who did whatever and this is what happened to them. She said, wear a mask. Same thing I'm saying. Again, mandate mask, not injections. ...and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl calls off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not bully. And then one person said, I have to get the vaccine because they won't let me look for a job or get a job and to earn some money. And you know I'm unsure about getting the second vaccine. Mm. And she responded, I know, babe, a lot of countries won't let people work without the vaccine. I How definitely terrible. recommend they get the How vaccine. How terrible that you would, you would make people starve if they don't get vaccinated. If, they, if, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't eat. This is why I say it's a slippery slope. I've been saying it. The next thing and the next thing and the next thing is going to be what you have to do. And at some point, you're going to say, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's the point when you're going to be on this side of the equation. And you're going to hate it. You're going to not like how everyone is looking at you like a, like a, a leper. Keep pushing it. It's going to be you soon. With your families, I'm sure I'll be vaccinated as well because I have to go on tour, etc. Well, Joanne Reed responded to Nicki Minaj's tweets on the COVID vaccine, and here's what she has to say on MSNBC. All right, we, like we, we heard about that. So, so they went, uh, you know, they went back and forth, and Nicki Minaj is still being um, attacked everywhere. Um, you know, I, I keep reading things from people that it just makes me really question, you know, when we, t you have people who stand on the soapbox and they're, they're like, you know, get the vaccine, save lives, and we're supposed to care about each other. That's why you get the vaccine. And the same people in the same breath will not care about the unvaccinated. And I blame that on Joe Biden. I blame it all, well, not all of it, because this didn't start with him. But I blame the, the, the vision in this country right now on Joe Biden. We're talking about segregating people. We were, we were there already. We did that. They had signs on the windows, no colored. Now there's signs on the windows in New York. Proof of vaccination. I mean, if, you, if you're going to have, you know, a, 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 a mandate or you want proof of non-COVIDness, at least allow me to go and get a COVID test. Let me go get swabbed. I can handle them putting that thing up my nose. I'm not afraid of it. Doesn't bother me. 
to go get that and find out if I had the sickness instead of going and jumping on a plane as my uh, one of my friends told me hit one of his friends did didn't even uh, you know he had COVID was sweating and having all these and then he, he you know was around a bunch of people you got people who who will risk it all for some fun who will risk it all for some fun just because of the type of, of mandates you're putting on people, the type of pressure you're putting on people. You got people getting fake uh, mandate cards or uh, vaccine cards. We didn't have to live in, in prohibition, you know, where liquor was illegal and people were sneaking around getting in and people were hiding in little caves and dwellings and drinking and the government was holding us down. You know, we didn't have to live through things like that. It's getting real close. Because the next thing is going to be is, you can't come into the grocery store if you don't got the vaccine. Or if you don't got the 13th booster. You mean you don't have the 23rd booster? Where's your second page of your, your, your vaccine card? The 40th booster, you don't have it? You can't come in here. We're only allowing, we're only allowing 12 boosters and more. <laughs> because you have people out there like, I'm not getting the booster. So th this is what we're going to go to. It, you, you know, you're not, you're not really realizing what we're leading to. Once we all sign up for mandate this vaccine, you must sign up for the next thing. Like I said, you got vaccinated people going to parties, clubbing, kissing, fucking, doing whatever they want. Just spreading whatever. Vaccines, STDs, whatever you want. That's what they're spreading. No one cares. If we really cared about uh, stopping this, really, we would shut down the country. That's what you really would do. Shut everything down. If, if we, if, <laughs> can you imagine if we just shut this country down for three months? Back in, in 2020, compared to what we are here doing now, all the money lost, all the businesses lost, the people being kicked out of their homes, homeless people, all the jobs, 30 million, 40 million people who have lost their jobs. Could you imagine if we had just shut down the country for real? Not three months, maybe two. Really told everyone who didn't need to be out Stay home. Really, really did it. Gave people money the way, the way Canada did, right? The way so many other countries actually did, if you go and look it up, how many stimulus packages were given out last year from different uh, countries, right? Who, who really tried to, what was it? Uh, slow the curve. So many damn monikers and, and, and things we, we need to have with these things instead of actually doing what we need to do 
we really just, you know, got a Pop-Tart shit instead of just actually, you know, let's just uh, stay home. Everyone stay home. So we had the uh, Hitler in chief. But I mean, if, if people, you know, really cared what's going on instead of wanting to get back to partying and going to concerts and really cared about curing the, the, the disease, I mean, I mean, again, this virus should have shown us how pandemics could take out our entire population. And we failed. You know, we fumbled the ball from the start. From when Donald Trump ignored the letter on his desk on January 3rd, 2020. It's amazing what that man did and got away with. How a one-term president lied to hundreds of millions of people, allowed 900,000 people to die within this country. And then who knows how many people really died when going back home to visit family or whatever, you know? Who knows who, who left the country and got sick and just died in, in, in Spain somewhere. And people just thought they died. Didn't count them. Talk about September 11th. The people who died from COVID need to be on a wall. The victims of COVID. Who's going to talk about those people? Because when we come out of this, there will be a, some kind of commission. Somebody got to do something. This was allowed to go on. This came from a lab. It didn't come from no country like they're trying to put things on the African strain, you know, how to try to make things come out of Africa, except for love and peace and happiness. This came from a lab. And we knew about COVID. COVID is on the back of uh, dis disinfectants, the word COVID. You know, so we knew, we know it was around. So when they come up with, I want to see that movie. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> COVID-19, too. Um, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh about that, but, you know, it's ridiculous. You know. What we need to mandate is how states can go against health warnings from the CDC. And they start, you know, they spoke about wearing eye protection and masks and Look where we are now. That's why I keep saying that man, Donald Trump, the 45th president, needs to go to jail. He's the one who ignored every warning, heeding, note, letter, official, science person, everyone. He ignored everybody. I was talking to um, a doctor, and like I was talking about earlier, and he's my doctor. He's my new doctor. Um, and not, he's my physician, not my therapist, because I do go to both, as we all should. You need counsel. Can't do it yourself. You can't leave it to God. God said, take care of the planet. Leave me the hell alone. I got things to do. <laughs> he did. Got to talk to other people. But uh, I was talking to this doctor who, who's black like me, and, you know, I definitely 
I've been, I've felt ignored by doctors of other races, um, namely, well, not namely, but I, I did have a, a really good Indian doctor, um, and I really liked him until I saw him, and he wasn't even wearing his mask. He had his, na- his mask around his nose, and I said, but you're not protecting me. You're telling me to get the vaccine, but you won't protect me. What kind of shit is that? But anyway. Me and this other doctor, we talked about black health and how important it is. And when we got to the vaccine, of course, we differed. But the question I raised to him is, if the vaccinated can get the vaccinated infected, that would mean that the unvaccinated are not the only ones quote-unquote, killing people. So why not mandate masks over injections? He says, well, because they're uncomfortable. This is America. We can't stand nothing that's uncomfortable. My drink is room temperature. Give me some ice. (laughs) Nothing. We can't stand one thing to be uncomfortable. Because Trump wasn't the only one going against the mask. A lot of y'all were, too. A lot of y'all still are. I hate wearing a mask. Instead of just embracing it. So we can get out of it. This is America. And now the booster shots, they've been voted against. I mean, there's a whole panel of people who's working with the FDA and said the booster shots are not, they are not safe. They said they're not safe. They don't trust them. What happened with that? See, I'm a one-man team here. All right. (laughs) All that noise. All that jumble and fumble. But um, y'all mad at Nicki Minaj. You know? One reporter asked the question, are booster shots getting ahead of the science? Many people who are for vaccines are very much against forced mandates. It's not just the unvaccinated who's against forced mandates. They keep pushing that, but it's not just the unvaccinated. And then forced mandates are leading to more and more deaths, more and more confusion, and more and more division. Lowville in New York's North Country, women will soon have to go up to 50 miles away to give birth after 42 healthcare workers resigned over the state's vaccine mandate and another 120 have still not complied. At the end of business on the 27th, if you are not vaccinated, unfortunately you can't work here anymore. (laughs) That man said that with a plain face. How do I know you're vaccinated? Tom, 
I've worked here for 15 years, Tom. When did you get vaccinated? I mean, you're the, the, the leader of a hospital. You can get whatever vaccine card you want. I mean, he's probably vaccinated. But look, look at what we're doing to people. We don't care who you are. If you can go and get a COVID test and it comes back negative, which, you know, obviously COVID take 14 days to show up. But if you're doing the right thing, you know, you're, I think that if you're doing the right thing, you know, and you're not going out and partying and mingling with a bunch of people until this thing is over, and you're like a nurse, and, you know, if people see you and they're telling you that's one thing, you know, they've seen you, you're doing, you're doing the wrong thing. But if you're really doing the right thing, no matter how long you work at this job, because of a president who didn't care about this virus, you're fired. With a staffing shortage, the hospital is pausing its maternity services after next week and reevaluating other departments. What does that tell you about vaccine mandates? It works. Um, so you don't have a maternity ward in your hospital. What does that tell you about vaccine mandates? It works. We went from 63% in mid-August when the mandate was first announced. And now about four weeks later, we are at 81%. That's because you're forcing people to do it, fuckface. You're not doing anything that's improving anything. Not everyone's getting on board and putting out a fire. That's not what's happening. You're saying if you don't go over there and put out that fucking fire, that's a, a good fire. I mean, it's not a good fire. But if you don't go over there right now and put out that fire, I'm going to blow your goddamn fucking brains out. I don't care how much that fire is raging. You better fucking go over there. If you don't fucking go over there, you're out of here. Oh, well, our numbers are up. Nationally, COVID cases have finally started to dip, although hotspots like West Virginia and Kentucky are still rising. Today, the so COVID cases are going down, but we're still pushing this uh, mandate and the boosters. American Academy of Pediatrics warning cases in kids have increased exponentially. New data shows children accounted for nearly 30% of all new cases last week, though only a fraction of those led to hospitalization. So why is that? Because last year, kids, weren't get, kids were not getting uh, COVID, right? Now there's a new strain, the Delta variant. You got the new Delta variant? Why is that? Why has a new variant arrived in this country? It's because we weren't a world leader last year and shut down the country like we should have? Because we keep allowing people in and out of this country no matter what disease they may have? Why are our children being threatened with this now? Why are the kids now dying, infants dying, maternity wards closed, people uh, having babies and they can't get to the maternity ward, kids dying. There are battle lines being drawn across the country. In Union County, North Carolina, where there is no mask mandate, the school board voted to halt contact tracing and most quarantine procedures. The mall has a mask mandate. 
mandate, so I feel safer there than at school. It should be the other way around. That was the child saying that. A child. Why in the mall? Why is it that the mall can have a mask mandate? And you got Governor DeSantis saying, I don't want to, I don't want to put masks on our kids. Let our kids be free. They got to see each other smile. That's what going to school is for. That's why we're number 30 in education. Clearly. We have the, the wrong thought here of why, why, what, what school is for. School wasn't meant to be political. School was meant to teach you about politics and the history of that. But y'all want to erase history. Say that the KKK is good now. Right, Texas? Parents are split over the best strategy to protect our kids. The FDA is warning parents to not seek unapproved shots for children under 12 who remain too young to get vaccinated, saying children are not small adults, while pointing to ongoing... <laughs> <laughs> that had to be said. <laughs> you know, it's like um, like a bottle of something saying "Do not eat," and it's clearly glue. And you're an adult, like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'll go, go good on my salad. It looks like ranch. It comes out like ranch. I mean, this is where we are, y'all. Women have to travel miles to go have babies. Mm -mm -mm. And we're allowing, you know, everyone coming, coming in this country. I mean, we're, we're bringing in refugees from Afghanistan. Um, you know, we're allowing countries like uh, Mexico to allow their refugees in. And we don't know what's, you know, COVID rates with those people, you know. Um, and, of course, you have to be wary of that. Why wouldn't you be? We have to care about America. When we say things like America first, which is usually like a very, I don't even know what to call it, a G.I. Joe kind of statement. But we really do. Our kids are dying. Our, our pregnant women have to go so far to, to have babies. I mean, this is where we are. Some United States, man. But um, speaking of the United States and, and refugees, I do find it weird how refugees from Haiti this week have been left under a bridge in Texas. And Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden is stepping up efforts to deport them like... I don't even know. I mean, this guy's going after these people. All the while, bringing in refugees from Afghanistan and Mexico. It's always interesting how black people are just left to suffer. I mean, if you look this up, I mean, these people are just in water. Some of them. These refugees. And he's picking up efforts to, to deport them very quickly. Meanwhile, there are caravans of Mexicans coming in. But the people from Haiti, trying to escape from, from the, the ravaging hurricanes and 
the racism and, and hate from the Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go to um, Dominican Republic, you got to know that. You know? They are very hateful towards Haitians. Very hateful. They even, uh, what did they do recently? They, um, they, uh, Dominican Republic, they, uh, they, um, what was it? They, they kind of like cut off any people, anyone who was born in Haiti and came to Dominican Republic, um, they revoked their citizenship from a certain, from a certain amount of years. Right, so if you were born in in Haiti and you came to the Dominican Republic and had citizenship back in like I don't know nineteen twenty, they revoked it recently, like three years ago. I just read about it, but anyway. Speaking on uh, more fumbles by Sleepy Joe and this government, Simone Biles, a champion among champions, a Iconic athlete, black girl magic, all that. She was recently uh, in, in Congress and speaking about what her life was uh, being under Coach Nazir, who has been accused of molesting hundreds of gymnasts. Hundreds. Um, I just want to play you this clip of her, and it is uh, triggering for, for some, so just know that um, if you've been molested or raped, um, just know that. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar, but I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. Simone Biles and her three fellow gymnasts told the Senate Judiciary Committee in words searing and emotional how adults failed them, ignoring for more than a year their claims of sexual abuse by Team USA doctor Larry Nasser. I don't want another young gymnast, Olympic athlete, or any individual to experience the horror that I and hundreds of others have endured before, during, and continuing to this day in the wake of the Larry Nassar abuse. The women particularly... I mean, this is, this is, it's terrible. These girls, these women now, you know, 13 years old starting with this guy. And you're sending your kid to own up on their skills and, and become a champion in which they did, you know, a lot of these women. But look at the trauma, the gift and the curse all at the same time. This is terrible. Blame the FBI. Michaela Maroney testified in 2015. She told an agent what Nasser did to her in excruciating detail. This is, she, she testified, so this uh, other young lady, uh, Michaela, she testified back in 2015 to the FBI. That was seven years ago. And let them know what was going on. And this is uh, 
This is what happened. Before she told her mother. I began crying at the memory over the phone, and there was just dead silence. I was so shocked at the agent's silence and disregard for my trauma. After that minute of silence, he asked, is that all? The yeah. FBI didn't officially open an investigation until nearly a year after it first learned of the allegations. The FBI made me feel like my abuse didn't count and it wasn't a big deal. Allie Raisman described how the Bureau's inaction haunts her. It's estimated NASA abused at least 70 gymnasts after the FBI was first told. It was like... Can you imagine you finding out like you being molested and then finding out seven years ago the police were told about you, the man that you, you're being coached by. The FBI, not just the police, the FBI were told that there must be 70 victims. And you were still molested. I'd say they should all sue the FBI innocent children up to a pedophile on a silver platter exactly exactly it, it, it's like it's like they were trying to build a case instead of actually helping anybody right let's see how many guys this guy can get and then let's put him in jail that's that's the the thing that's gonna happen right now is that he's just gonna go to jail hundreds of victims many of which you knew about. And now hundreds of victims are scarred for life. Many have committed suicide. Some don't, we don't even know about. Some committed suicide and we'll never know why. And the FBI just skips along. And, and profoundly sorry. FBI Director Christopher Wray, who did not lead the Bureau at the time, told the committee that the two agents who lied about their actions are no longer with the Bureau. One took retirement, the other was fired. So why, so why, why does the one who have retirement, why does he get to keep getting paid by us? Because he, he, he worked all that time? I, I'd say that um, his entire career should be held in confidence or, or should be thought of in, in, in a way where, no. This guy has, um, has, must have done some things. If you don't listen to that, if you don't do the right thing after hearing that this guy has molested 70 people or hundreds of people and then 70 more people get molested after. Reforms are already underway. We want to take the pain that, uh, that occurred here mm -hmm. and use it as a catalyst to teach people the importance of doing the work in the right way. But Maggie oh my God. But what happens really to the victims? What do the victims get? What do they do? I mean, look at people like Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, he was being investigated for so long. What do what those people get? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, the next thing, and I, I think, right, this is the, uh, the last thing I want to get into. 
I did want to talk about the uh, U.S. drone strike that killed seven children and, and the wrong man, but um, I think this episode is getting a little long. So I'm, I'm going to skip that and probably put it for next episode. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is something a uh, little, little happy, but we're going to go into to it a little uh, politically too. Um, little Nas X, yes. He gave birth to his album. It's out now, his debut album. Really proud of that guy. Really proud that, um, you know, the teens of today have someone to see just like, you know, they have to see uh, Megan Thee Stallion or Nicki Minaj or, uh, you know, twerking around and then or some rapper or whatever, you know, like at least the kids have, the kids that are LGBTQI have someone just to look to. I'm not saying look up to, but look to. Um, you know, I know so many kids that are struggling with their own sexuality and um, like I was watching some some young uh, YouTuber struggling with his sexuality and he's just really angry inside about it and it's, it's terrible to, to watch him go through it. But um, the one thing that I think is good, um, his name is um, I Show Speed on YouTube um, and his friend Aiden or Adan, I don't know how you say his name. They, they're like uh, gamers or whatever. And they're really supporting him. And, I, and I, I'm really happy that this new generation is more supportive um, than the hateful generation that has passed them. And, you know, I, I know there's still many um, monsters among the people, but I feel like the new generation is um, definitely looking out for people rather than not. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, well, why are people being so soft nowadays? And it's just like, well, I'm telling you I don't like what you're saying about me. And you're calling me soft now because I don't like what you're saying about me. You could just not say it. Oh, but you have nothing else to say. So you just need something to say. And that's why you're calling me soft instead of changing your approach. No one wants to think, right? Science and, and, and things of that nature. And talk about science and I'm not talking about that damn vaccine. I'm talking about science and, and, and psychological science. <laughs> Should count for something at this point in time in 2021. Um, you know, the homophobia in the, the black community is just damning, you know. Um, and you see a person like the guy, I shall speak, and I don't know what his sexuality is. He has yet to really say... Um, what it is, you know, he's struggling through it. And you see a lot of people struggle through it. And I know many people that, that struggle through it. And many people who, and it's not even like to call people straight, DL, gay, whatever, you know, the titles are, are really what really, I guess, uh, people have the hang-ups on because, you know, their families don't want to ever hear the word. Darrell's gay. You know, that's just a, what? No, not my baby. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, what did you want me to do? Go and have like five babies and hate the wife and or mom, baby mama, whatever. And, and be cheating and going to glory holes. Is that what you wanted for me? <laughs> Listen, I know a lot of people 
I've talked to a lot of different people, and, you know, it's just sad what homophobia has done in the black community. It's really, it really, first of all, it's really separated us. It really separates us um, in a way where we don't see what we're doing, you know, and, and why we do it. It comes from slavery. It comes from the Bible being taught to us, which, you know, wasn't the religion that we actually followed as, as black people or African-Americans or really African people coming over here um, or being not coming over here, um, being stolen and kidnapped and raped, brutally assaulted, pillaged, whatever you want to say, um, and being brought here. Um, that religion wasn't ours. And, you know, we still hold on to it because we know that there's something spiritual in this world. Because there's no way that man created, you know, this, obviously. You know, no man could create the beauty that is earth. So we're stuck to spirit, spirituality in a way where, you know, we stick it to religion. And this religion has really damned a lot of people from being who they want to be, being who they are, really. Because no one, you know, has to be gay. People who are bisexual, people who are, you know, demisexual, people who are pansexual. Some people like trans people, you know, they're feminine. They like that, and, and they may like the dick, too. That's down there, if they have it still. Some people don't like that, so they date trans that have been post-op. The thing is, why do you care? Why does it affect you? Because, you know, like I, told, I said last week, I think I said last week, um, there was a lady who posted on her Facebook, like, this ain't the man I would ever want. Why would that man want you? Did you ever ask yourself that question? Would that man want you? What makes you the glory of pussy to get? I mean, these people don't think about what, what they say. And we're worried about what someone is doing in their bedroom. Where something must be wrong and the devil and blah, blah, blah. The devil is here. We live on, on earth with the devil. And it's no right for you to play some fake disciple when God would never ask your opinion on another of his children. You, you say we're all God's children until one of them gay or whatever. I mean. um, and I bring up this subject because uh, Kwame Brown, who's a former NBA star who um, has hundreds and who had hundreds and thousands of views about two months ago. But, um, but as his uh, viewership fell on YouTube, he jumped on a homophobia train. Kwame Brown was called gay about two months ago. Um, he, uh, they call him a bust. You know, it sounds pretty homoerotic to me, but um, apparently a bust is like an NBA player who 
they had high hopes for and never really did it. And now he's uh, on YouTube. He's a YouTuber. And um, he played in the league. He played with Jordan and, and whatnot um, some, so many years back. But um, you got to look him up because um, he's uh, – I mean, I thought he was a sis. <laughs> As my, my, my fembots would say, I thought, he was, uh, uh, I thought he was down for the cause. But, uh, you know, that was just my own thoughts. I, I didn't think about it uh, when – when he was coming up and really going against, because he had a whole thing with Charlemagne the God, and they were fighting back and forth, and and then weeks later, people started calling him gay and saying that they've seen him do gay things and and whatnot, right? So that was uh, that was about two three months ago, and um, let me drink some water. You know, there was like a um, a big ass spider while I was recording, and you probably wouldn't know. Maybe you, you do know. I let one of the clips play for a little longer. <laughs> it was a big-ass spider trying to get me, and um, I threw some water at it, and I actually threw the rest of my water on it, and I don't have any more water. And as you know, I try to do this show straight through. So Kwame Brown, about two months ago, um, was called gay and he was reacting and blah, blah, blah. And I just want to show you this clip and I'm going to get back into it. Now, you disrespected me and calling me gay. (laughs) (laughs) If you see the scene of this, you should see him as he said it. Um, He said, now now you're calling me gay. And then he puts a, a long uh, hookah stick to his mouth and sucks on it and puffs on it um, and, and then blows smoke out, which if you blow smoke, they say when you blow smoke out towards uh, someone, that means you want to fuck them, you know. But um, he's talking about some guy, some YouTuber who started calling him gay. And there's even some videos. If you type, type in Kwame Brown gay, you'll find a video where people are commenting on some of the things he says and, and does and, and whatnot, and, and they're calling him gay. But um, here was one. Here's what you get in the low key tea for life. Yeah, I'm quick saying that. <laughs> you just fucked up. So, low key tea for life. What do you have against homosexuals and gay people? So, you see that, right? So what he does there is use the gay community to go against this guy, right? So here he's going to use the gay community and, and, and say, why are you being homophobic, right? This is what he's going to do. So with those gay jokes, were you insinuate that everything that I was saying before you agreed with until you realized I was gay? He's sucking on this hookah. Hold on. He's sucking it. So are you saying now that that video that you put up, that I'm gay, and you put me in a dress, and you put me all that, so now you don't like what I'm saying anymore because I'm gay? Is that what you're saying? That's what he's saying he's saying about him. As he sucks on his hookah. Hold on. He's sucking it. Give him a second. 
And you put your videos, you put my videos on your page. So now I got the right flag. And also you didn't know low key people like my first cousin is gay. <laughs> you want to hear how I talk? Shout out to the real super bitch on Instagram and on YouTube. Go look at You want to hear how I talk? Shout out to the real super bitch. So he now now he's cool with the gay community, right? He's he's making it known. I'm down with y'all. So I'm down with the gay community. So what you trying to say? You trying to say something about about gay people? What you trying to say? That's what he's he's doing right now. Look at it. Go look at the real super bitch on Instagram. See, I preach masculinity, but my first cousin has a right to be whatever he wants to be. And what it sounds like you said, and I'm gonna have to say in your video. My cousin has the right to be who he wants to be. His cousin, right? Hold on. I'm going to get to my point. Because what it sounded like you said, you was agreeing with me until you found out I was gay. So now I got to let my cousin give you some attention. Because I don't think he's going to like the way that sounds and the way that you made him feel. Oh, so you're worried about how a gay person feels, Kwame? Is that what you're worried about, Kwame? He's sucking. Hold on. He's sucking. You could go find this video yourself. He's sucking on his uh, his hookah pipe. Yeah, some long suck there. All right, so my whole point, <laughs> my whole point about this, right, is now this guy, this same guy who you just heard from this clip is this same guy as of September 4th and, and on. He's made more videos now about Little Nas X. This is the same guy. Hold on. So Little Nas X having a baby, huh? I think he's the father. Because he looks really concerned. Congratulations. Oh. Congratulations on your baby. Oh, positivity. And, and also, I want to send out a special congratulations to whoever is on your PR team. Wow. Who specifically and this is just a this is just a congratulation. Okay. This is no hate. This is definitely a congratulation. It doesn't sound like because it. Because whoever is on your PR team mm -hmm. that got you to captivate the hearts okay. and the minds of these children first. The children first. Man, they did a hell of a job. Oh, what is it? They did a hell of a job sending you to these elementary schools. Elementary schools, plural. Little Nas, little Nas X went on a tour of elementary schools? Fact check, didn't happen. He went to one school. One. He went to one public school. That video got shared around the internet. One school. 
sang about Old Country Town Road in a song that everybody could like you for. So, so apparently the thing is, is that ears don't work or maybe comprehension. Maybe the ears work, but it's the comprehension. If you listen to old uh, Town Road, that ain't for kids, bro. It ain't a song that kids should really be listening to. It's an adult song. And then you start to get bucket naked and slide on to the devil. You know what? <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, he, he's talking about... Uh, the video Montero, which um, if you look up on Instagram, we are shepherds. Uh, great shirt. I am not a sin. Montero. Uh, that's a, a dope shirt. Go check it out. So congratulations, my brother. You did a see because you're gonna be enriched. See, you're gonna be enriched. Beyond your wildest dreams, young man. Because, see, you are going to be pushed to the highest of the top, my brother. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Because you got the minds of the babies now. They sent you to the babies. Yeah, yeah. When you walk in, they cheer for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so they shouldn't? He's not a performer? They should sneer. His ha <laughs> We hate you. Fuck you, buddy. But I like your song. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's child is cheering for you. And so, now that there's so many kids cheering for you, now we see the real you. And congratulations, my brother. Little Nas X was gay when old... I don't, what? We see the real you? I don't know. Who thought Little Nas X was straight at the time of Old Country Town Road? Is that the song? I don't know who he, I mean, he was talking about his booty in the song. Kwame, come on. You knew. Oh, just like when the masseuse was give you a massage, you got hard, and then finished you off. You didn't know it was a guy. You had your eyes closed. You just didn't know. Is that the kind of guy you really are? Is that is that the, the message you're going to put out there? Because now somebody's little son is going to walk up to his daddy <laughs> and say, Daddy, I want to have a baby just like little Nas X, Daddy. I want to have a baby boy. I want to be Duke, just like Little Nas X. I like Little Nas X. I like him. I want to be just like him. So I want a baby just like him. This is the same man, the same man that just said his cousin. Why would you have a problem with his cousin? Rich bitch, super rich bitch. That's how I talk. You even know how I talk like that. That's what he said, right? And on YouTube. Go look at it. Go look at it. Is that what you said? Huh? That's not the same guy. This is the same guy? He's sucking on his, his, his pipe. 
about when we talk about homophobia right you have to look at a person like this look at and you should see if you watch this clip i mean first of all let me tell you something the radar goes the hell off with kwame brown okay the radar goes back and forth like ah there's an earthquake coming guys we should fucking move um when it comes to kwame brown He's a very man's man. I don't know what the whole, he, he, he preaches masculinity. Um, I don't know what these guys try to really prove to themselves as they dress in really tight clothing and, you know, what, do what they do and sculpt their eyebrows like a female. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what these guys that are trying to prove by, you know, shooting guns like I do. Um, being into different kind of uh, construction like I am I mean that doesn't make you a man that doesn't make you straight actually that's what that's what we really should talk about those things don't make you straight just because you cut down a tree Kwame Brown you could cut down a tree all along and then get down on your knees and suck a, a lumberjack's dick which you know I don't know if that didn't happen that day when you were out there at that point it's gonna make other people like so now, so now, so now he's saying that a child is going to come up to his dad and his dad is going to listen to his child say, I want to be just like little Nas X and get pregnant, dad. And the dad's going to just, he, he's trying to put out there that the dad has to accept the son. So now the dad's going to be in a position of uh, criticism from people from outside of uh, from outside his his neighborhood or in his neighborhood, who would have a problem? That's what he's trying to put out there. That that the dad now would have to choose between his son and the community. So what is that fear? What what is fear? Phobia, right? That's what you push. Are a genius, and whoever around you, you guys want to that you guys are. Passive you aggression. So this is no hate. So do not watch this video and say, oh, he hating on me. I'm saying You're a liar. congratulations. You pushed homophobia. Congratulations on your baby. Congratulations. At least on stand in it. If you're gonna be homophobic, stand in it. Be a man. You talk about being a man chopping down goddamn trees. Be a man and stand up and say you don't like it. Because a, a few months ago you were you was all about it, calling people your your best friend or your your uh, cousin super bitch. Be about it. This is who you are. Just a few a few months ago. You just fucked up. So, low-key tea, whole life. What do you have against homosexuals and gay people? This is him. Just a few months ago. And now, <laughs> you know what's really funny? If you look back at the, the Kwame Brown addresses gay rumors full, and you could start that clip, I think, around uh, nine minutes in, um, the quality of his videos has gone up. So, you know, back when he was going back and forth with Charlemagne and getting all kind of views and hundreds of thousands of views, 
And, and now that people aren't paying attention to him no more, he got a better camera. I think that's a, you know, let's clap it up for Kwame Brown for getting a better camera after, um, you know, fighting with Charlemagne. But now that he doesn't have the views anymore, now his views get cut down to uh, 30,000 views, except for when he attacks gay people, right? Except for when he attacks, excuse me, Little Nas, pretty much, because that's all he, he goes after. Now he's, he's pushing homophobia. This is the same guy. This is the, the guy that people are following. You know, it's just terrible. With his thin eyebrows and his self-expressions, this is terrible. This is the guy that, that's really out here pushing more homophobia into the black community. Pushing more people to hate trans women and trans men. I really think Kwame and I have things in common. I, I really do. I mean, we like manly things, but we also like dick. I, I, I really feel like that's not <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I mean, men who act like this usually like, like to be pegged. Or they're just another DL type. You know, these, these homophobic, real homophobic men, you know, who in one second are, you know, look up my, my, my boy, super rich bitch. And then, oh, I hate those. No, he didn't say that. Let me not push that. Let me not say that. But this is what you're doing. You're pushing homophobia. This is what you do in the DL culture just to get likes. Because you know that women are going to watch, you know, the black women who are struggling with the fact that men are having sex with black men and that they're single, you know, that's a real thing. I mean, sorry, I, I think it is. Sorry, not sorry, really. I mean, why are you, why, you know, why are you upset that someone is gay that looks good or is bisexual that looks good? What if you're not their type? Again. Before Anchor shuts me down, I want to tell a quick story. These DL people, these DL culture people, because there's plenty of them. I'm sorry about the beeping, but, you know, I like to do this outside. Gives me calm and serenity to talk about the world, let this thing out, because I can't stand it. I can't stand when a person... Ooh, when I, I clapped for Kwame Brown when he did that thing uh, two months ago. You know, I was like, really? You know, I, I was, even though I thought whatever I thought about him, I never would say anything like that, right, until now. Because of the type of, the type of people who do things like this. But I applauded him and I supported him. Because that's what we need. Because he, he was talking to a lot of black people at the time. Um, you know, when he had a lot, of, a lot of views. Now that he doesn't have as many views as he did, and he has way more views than me, which, great, I don't care. That's the thing about this, I don't care. Um, not that I don't care, you know, I actually take time to do this. I do notes and I prepare things. But, you know, I do this because someone needs to talk about it. Someone needs to talk about these DL people. And put them out there, you know, and, and it's not even, I, it's the deal people who do hate. You know, I can't be with the hate. You got kids out there committing suicide, 12 years old. Little Nas just came out. 
Little Nas did not make your friend on the NBA team who you knew was gay, gay. That didn't happen. You know how many players are gay and have been gay? Little Nas X just came out. Why, why, why push that? And you're just under hate. That's all you're doing. Just like Trump, you can't be no different. You can't, you can't tell me no different that you're not like. It's DL people, man. So anyway, <laughs> so this guy, right? I was in a supermarket and I was young, much younger. And um, definitely in my early 20s. And um, I was in a supermarket and, you know, there's like a, a kind of look you can get from a guy Especially in the black community, because, you know, we're not, like, usually all out there. But you, you, you don't always know. And in a place where it's not like Atlanta or, you know, Atlanta is very, I mean, you never know any, anyone's sexuality. But you know what I mean? The, the actual, you can tell. <laughs> there are some people you kind of just know. And, um, you know, you get that look from a guy you know, to know that, and, and the funny thing is, this is the look thing had to come from back when people couldn't talk about being gay or having sex with men or, you know, interacting with men, whatever you want to do. Because the look is a part of the culture for a very long time. That little, what's up? That little follow, you know? And um, so that's what happened. So, I guess he saw me, whatever, we looked at each other, but I, you know, he was, a, he, he, I think he was about, what, 10, 15 years older than me, something like that. You know, that's, that's what usually happens. We get preyed upon. <laughs> Especially uh, black men without fathers, we get preyed upon. Um, so... He, um, he came up to me, and, I, and listen, at that time, that ain't happening. I, I'm like, what? Someone's approaching me, like, on that kind of level? Because that doesn't just happen in that time. Now it's like, you know, it could be more, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of nervous about that unless it's in an environment where I know people are. Because um, you never know, people just, you know, grew up with, Pillows around, <laughs> saying uh, you know, a little more feminine about the man, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm all for the fans, right? Yes, fats, yes, fans. Um, but um, he came up to me and said that um, he noticed me because of my derriere. That's right, your boy. He's very thick. Very thick, very thick. <laughs> he said he noticed me because of my ass. So for me, it was like, again, no one ever did that. You know what I mean? Like, I've never, I've never really hung out in areas like that where I would just be knowing that for sure, you know, a person was this or a person was that. So, of course, you know, being naive and young, 
fell for you know all the the talk of him. Um, so it came out much later that he was married, and I didn't know. And then he told me, and by the time it wasn't like I had feelings for him like that, but you know we were talking and texting whatnot, and then he told me, and all of a sudden he was getting a divorce. So I believe that, being naive, of course, and um, I don't know, I think this, this whole situation was about six months, something like that, just off and on, like, just talking to him, because again, that wasn't my focus at that time. I was a, a worker, I was, I was not who I am today. Um, I was trying to find myself. And um, he never got a divorce. Um, I, I know that he, you know, now thinking back, it was just a person taking advantage of my naivete. And, um, you know, he had a wife, a daughter, talked about that, talked about, you know, he would sit, he would lay with me and talk about, you know, we're getting it, it's coming soon, blah, blah, blah. And that was something that I really believed. And, um, it's just sad that a person like that, you know, I don't, I don't even look back at me and be like, I'm worried about what people think, you know, which is why I, I decided to write, you know, into my little so-called script. It's not a script, but that I would talk about this is because, um, you know, I feel more sad for people like that who live in a dimension that they can never really live outside of. They live in a glass house, and they can't get out of it. And then they want to be hateful if someone accuses them of something. I think that going forward, if we could just let people be, I think if you listen to this, you're one of the people who would not be hateful, and I would hope you wouldn't. But if you are, we have bigger fish to fry. We got billionaires who don't pay taxes and let us suffer. We got food shortages around this country and more food shortages coming up. The coronavirus is here. It's going to be here for a long time. Sexuality, leave it alone. Little Nas X is not going to turn anyone gay. If they had it in them, the twinkle was there. I've got no further questions.